0: Welcome back to Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. I'm Adon. And this is our marvelous review of Venom. Let there be carnage. So graphic. Anything? Spoiler alert, guys, just in case you haven't seen it yet, watch the movie, then come back, check out our review. Now, I know. I say Marvelous Review, this is not part of the MCU, or is it? Actually, a Sony project, as was the first Venom film back in 2018. As we know right now, Sony owns all of Spider-Man's properties, be it Spider-Man, be it Venom, be it any offsprings like Morbius or Carnage or Into the Spider-Verse, Sony has All the rights and they rent out spider-man peter parker for the mcu right off the bat did you like it or not
1: i liked it not for uh, the usual reasons it was Hmm. more of a comedy to me i laughed a a fair amount of time
0: for me the movie was worth it just for for the end credits yeah a lot of people say
1: that the end credits is what stole the show and it's it's the simplest the concept and it really did steal the show
0: The, the movie itself was like a relationship film
1: hundred percent it was a it was the like the odd couple relationship film i was laughing with my friends because we're talking about it's like they need some serious marriage counseling and there's definitely a destructive and almost chaotic nature to their relationship because they are mm-hmm. in a, a codependent relationship but at the same time they're in a relationship that is just degrades. it gets destructive that like Venom destroys stuff around him, yet he does work for Eddie. And Eddie kind of mooches off of that. And Eddie gets lazy in a sense of worth and work. So he has self pity. And Venom kind of like puts him down. And now that I'm mm-hmm. thinking about it, like Venom's kind of a narcissist. He's like, You need me, Eddie. Like, what were you? You were a loser before me. You couldn't do this be- without me. I did this for you, I, I brought this to you and eddie's like like, just letting it happen
0: that's the problem because in the first film eddie was good as a reporter but that's one
1: of the things about like a destructive relationship like that is that it breaks you down you start to believe the things that happen. so that's an interesting dynamic i would love to see a therapist actually analyze the two of them like Mm. like watch the movie and be like i want to analyze this because i feel like that's what we were watching it's comedic Mm. yes but then we're like if you really look at it like they have a very toxic relationship between each other.
0: Oh, I would know. I would know. <laughs> I right, me too.
1: That's why I'm calling it out now. It's like I've I've seen those qualities. I've been in there. And it, right. it's it's not pleasant. I mean, as far as that goes, I thought that was like the best dynamic and the best thing mm-hmm. that carried the film. Action wise, I think the first movie had better action than this one. I mean the, the fight scene between Carnage and Venom was better than him and Riot right. overall. But mm-hmm. As far as action goes, I think the f- action in the first movie was better. Everything that Most was of the, action was with Carnage, actually.
0: I think they focused more on the relationship aspect of Eddie and Venom. And they left the action towards Carnage. And Cleo's Cassidy. I like here, too, they have two villains. Or three. Yeah, Cassidy, Carnage, and... Shriek. Played by Naomi Harris. She was awesome. She was good. I didn't like her choice of voice because it was... So so annoying, but I like her look, you know. I mean, this whole story is about relationship. You have the relationship between Eddie and Venom, you have the relationship with Eddie, Venom, and Anne, you have Anne and the fiance, you have the relationship with Eddie and Cassidy, Cassidy with Harris, even though how evil Cassidy was. He's his soft spot was Harris because Harris and him could relate, they had a bond like Carnage and Cassidy had a bond, true, but it was a different type of bond what well, about love where him and carnage was about destruction well in the it movie have...
1: not so much but in the comics yes
0: for me you know more than i do i don't really don't know about carnage i don't know about all i know about carnage is like him and uh, venom and spider-man in the comics they fought and a piece of venom fell on someone else and that became Carnage. Am I wrong on that?
1: Yes, essentially. So basically, in the comic, Eddie was already captured and in jail. He was locked up in jail with Cletus Kasady. That was his cellmate. What happened was the symbiote, Venom, came back to rescue Eddie out of jail. But at the same time, it spawned a new symbiote and left it behind. And that new symbiote bonded itself to Cletus Cassidy. It wasn't due to a, a battle or like a piece being torn off. It was Part of his natural gestation period of you know breeding kind of situation. They're asexual. They breed on their own. I don't want to say it's like completely canon, but a lot of people say it was because the symbiote felt abandoned by Venom being its father, and that's why it, it kind of bonded with Cletus as far as it was. I think it was just because Cletus was just so crazy that the bonding it made the symbiote go as crazy as him because you know yeah. he gained the attributes and Cletus is completely insane. It bonded so well, he wouldn't refer to himself as we. It's I. He's like, I am Carnage. They were essentially one in the same, one being, and was to the point you think you killed the symbiote, but it was actually in his bloodstream. So every time he injured himself, the symbiote would come out. And then it wasn't until Cletus Cassidy was actually killed. And then we realized the symbiote is actually its own entity. And so Cletus is dead. And then Carnage lived on his own and started bonding with others and became its own personality. But um, none of that was what happened here. <laughs> <laughs> that was a whole different storyline. Not used in this movie. In this movie, it wasn't like Venom dropped, left something behind. Cletus bit Eddie. And it was it was Venom's blood? So theoretically, all of Eddie's blood like could potentially make more symbiotes, which is it doesn't makes no sense because he bit Eddie's hand, red, wiped the blood, and he looked at his fingers, and he saw it moving, and then he swallowed right. it.
0: We saw that earlier when he was telling his story on the postcard that he smashed a spider, a spider, excuse me, like the blood of the spider. He's like a kid, a baby that was put anything in his mouth pretty much the scene stealers in this tom hardy and woody harrelson their acting was underused well tom hardy ha- was the one
1: he got to shine a lot more in the sense as his dynamic with talking to himself and like playing off of that broken mm-hmm. couple part so tom hardy got to shine in that area woody harrelson 100 i agree was underused people wanted natural born killers Woody Harrelson
0: but what I'm saying is like they didn't really go through the bonding with Cassidy and Carnage just like they didn't do the bonding in the first film of Venom with uh, Drake and Riot personally what I'd like to have seen if they gave us like five ten minutes of them really like trying to figure out each other that would have been kind of cool to see I do like how the animation showing how evil Cassidy was and how like is written on the card that he does he uses like the trimming some of the dialogue is done by pictures instead of just words so you, you kind of it's a mixture of the roman language and then calligraphy not calligraphy um art like then and back in the day yeah I, I did like that i did like i was like holy crap this guy is he is evil incarnated i was like holy crap and the thing was he was resurrected they saved him like he was meant to die he was supposed to be dead or stillborn but they resurrected him and they're punished for resurrecting him, I still have a problem with Anne Michelle Williams' character. She played it a little down. Oh, what about way. when she was flirting with Venom? That was funny in the sense of what Dan was doing. It's like, hey, hello, I'm right here.
1: Oh, and, and that know? was great when he was just insulting Dan through the lady. <laughs> Does not like Dan.
0: Regardless of that they bumped heads and they separated and had that big elaborate fight, Venom was still connected to Eddie in one way or another. In the sense of he's still loyal, and that's Eddie's girl. Screw you for loving her too or loving her better if i want carnage
1: give it they are i, I talked to people a lot of people were like oh no it's fine being pg-13 i agree for what it was it was fine i wanted more scenes of carnage if they right. you know took away some of the scenes where he's doing that dynamic and they gave more scenes to chew up with woody harrelson and woody even if he doesn't turn into carnage actually kills more characters on screen that would have been like whoa i mean they're trying to get the kid audience i get that and the cartoons was more savage to this carnage they had carnage in the spider-man cartoon and like his character was like attacking the police flipping trucks uh flipping well he did that all here but he was like taking hostages the army's attacking him and he's destroying tanks Mm -hmm. and he's just laughing and having fun gotta have that carnage there's moments where he does take hostages but then he kills them afterwards but he's Reveling in the destruction that he's doing. And I did not get that. I didn't get the fact that he's reveling in his destruction. He's like, he's just, like, I'm, I'm doing this to make a means to an end. I wanna kill a, a Venom. I wanna free well, Shriek. I wanna
0: get yeah. kill Eddie. That kind of thing. He did kind of revel in it after he rescues Shriek, the helicopter. It's like, oh, that too. Jesus Christ. They're firing at the car, but not at the car. They're firing as if it was a person standing. At his feet you have two known killers shoot the car to stop them but they're shooting at the road maybe they weren't really game. you know and then it hits the car then you see the carnage coming out and and just dis- destroy the helicopter because it's trying to survive but i think it reveled initially when he when the cops came to, to the facility and he reveled too when he killed the doctor and some of the guards while he was rescuing shriek but it missed a mark venom one was better story and ride in comparison to this
1: oh yeah no i agree story-wise it was a better item actually
0: and i can understand where shriek wanted to kill the cop because what he did to her but with eddie and cassidy it was like Cassidy wanted brock because he felt betrayed and i couldn't understand why Cassidy really wanted to kill brock was he because he was betrayed because he didn't get he didn't get a friend that he was seeking
1: i understand where you're getting at and i mean that's the only thing I can theorize. Because he kept going back to Brock. He said, it's like, I saw a lot of myself in you, Brock. We're both broke and we both had these issues. We both are lonely guys. Yeah, I could see that. It's weird, but I could see that. Mm. What did you like?
0: Where well, they go to meet Carnage. Adam sees Carnage like, oh shit, we got to go. No, forget it. No, no, he's red. And they never <laughs> no, talk about I'm, that.
1: I'm... They never, not in the first movie or the uh, second movie, do they ever address him? meaning of the color
0: why was he ch- eating the brain or eating the heads well that part they did address but they never mentioned the color thing they just say this red is bad
1: right he goes oh he's a red one nope and he's like we're gonna die 100 percent. it's the same thing that he said with riot too in the first one because in the first right. one he goes Riot is what you call a, a team leader it means he has right. a lot of skill sets that we don't have and he's mm-hmm. like what's our percentage zero we're gonna die it's the same thing here he's like he's a red one we're gonna die
0: like i said in our uh, review on venom it reminded me of hulk again especially that part where he was like "Uh-uh, i'm hiding he didn't want to come out just like hulk didn't want to come out in endgame i'm sorry not endgame but infinity war sorry well
1: even at that he was like screw Ange. <laughs> he's like what well, we tried we, we couldn't win her over and we can find another one
0: brock had to make a deal with him you can eat whoever he wants here except for the father we didn't mention it in the the first review uh, or the review of the first venom that he has a spider sense in a way. He does. He don't call us, but he just knows, like, don't open a door. Don't don't go there. Like, like, he knows something's happening, about to happen. And he knows about where. When I see a fight, like, of superheroes in a church... I always think of Daredevil with Ben Affleck and Colin Farrell. Even X-Men. X-Men 2. They're in a church when I mean, they find Nightcrawler.
1: I think of like Batman, the first movie, the, the clock tower. But with Michael
0: Keaton. Right. He, well, he, especially especially with the bells exactly. they used here.
1: But yeah. The first fight scene. Let's talk about that because that's the prison break.
0: I was okay, okay with
1: it except for a couple things. One, I didn't get the idea of why he shoved the tongue down to the guard's mouth. It made no sense to me.
0: He probably did that to make it more personal.
1: I guess. And then um, the warden scene. He turns himself into a tornado. But why? That's why I'm asking. It's like, A, number one, what is this Tasmanian devil cartoonish stuff that's going on? Because that's not something he does. He doesn't spin around fast and fast to make a little whirlwind hurricane tornado and travel around.
0: This movie was directed by Andy Serkis. You know him from as Gollum. We know him as Snook. From the the sequels of the uh, Star Wars. Caesar from Planet of the Apes. Maybe that was his directorial choice.
1: It was a poor choice.
0: I think so too.
1: Like literally uh, Carnage will use his tendrils and drill holes into the heads of uh, some of his victims and control them. Like puppets. If he did something like that with the tongue, I would have been okay with that. We did not see as much Carnage, really. When they're like, let there be Carnage. And he caught out. It was very clean. It wasn't carnage that we were seeing. He had Mm -hmm. a goal, like, let me get my girlfriend now. Okay, I can get down with this, but let there be carnage all the way while you're getting your girlfriend. He tosses a a,
0: a truck for the fun of it, but that's it. I can't disagree with you. And then the whole side story of Venom trying to find himself and feel appreciated and going to that nightclub. and That was funny. Was it? He's like, we love you. He's like, "I, I love you too. But was it needed...
1: No, it wasn't needed.
0: It actually looked kind of cool because it had the, like the like a bob like he kind of looked like the pit from Image Comics. was it Image Comics? Yeah, Image, it was Image Comics, Comics. Where he had the, like the the chains on his wrists, his forearms, and he has some kind of stuff around. For you all that don't pit-
1: know the pit, it's the equivalent of like you take the look of Venom and Hulk, and they had a love child. The only thing is, it wasn't a symbiote in the in the traditional sense. He was like no. mentally bonded to a child. But basically, he was like the Hulk and Lobo combined with like some Venom attributes. And then
0: he goes, I think things like, oh, Eddie, I wish you were here to to hear them. It's a love story.
1: (laughs) The other thing I got from it is that Venom kept putting down Eddie and trying to get all these accolades out of Eddie because Eddie was gaining the credit for the work that Venom was doing. And we all agree at this stage, or at least I agree, he's narcissistic. So the fact Mm -hmm. that he's gaining these accolades... He's narcissistic, and he wants the person that he was close to that he was technically abusing at the same time. Well, it's like any
0: relationship, right? You're getting somewhere else what you, you wish you were getting at home. Yeah. Oh, we forgot about the, the brain thing. There's a chemical in our brain that sustains him. Yes. But also can be found in chocolate. But he prefers the brains. And we see that in a Battle in the Church, where Carnage eats the priest's head, and he gets bigger. Not he not supposed he gets, to work
1: that way, but... Granted, but yeah, because he's another character. Did, like, he ate other people's heads, and he never grow bigger. He stays the same right. size. I want to say that's more of an attribute of maybe the red ones.
0: Maybe. Church battle. When Anne almost fell down and Eddie and Venom grabbed her, did that remind you of oh, Amazing uh, Spider-Man 2? Two? Two. No,
1: it didn't remind me that, but that was also kind of like a church-like scene. And it, uh, it was a factory, but I could see where that was supposed to be going that route. I an that Easter that. egg around that scene. But it's not with her. What's that? The detective. Because I know you're a little bit behind on the Venom things in the comics. So that is actually the son of Carnage. So each generation is going to be a little bit stronger than the next. But he's like certain percentage, like number... And so mm-hmm. he's, like, insanely strong. In the comics, Venom and Carnage teamed up to try to kill him.
0: Gotcha. Too coincidental or lazy writing, if you will, where the detective is the same guy who shot her way back when. I was like, really? I was just too on the nose. It's just too coincidental. I was like, it would just been nice if, like, say it wasn't him. It could have been, like, a, a, a partner. He was there or... Not the same exact guy.
1: It's not like Eddie Brock hasn't been involved with other police officers or whatnot. Like There could have been easily other characters they could have tied it
0: with. Okay, this makes no sense. At the end of the battle of the church, where everything goes to shit, and Cassie falls from the top of the church onto his back on rubble. How the hell do you get up? Well, didn't Eddie get up too? Yeah, but he was Venom.
1: Oh, that's true. No, didn't Venom Venom
0: Picked him up? Picked who up? Cassidy. no. Cassie was sat, sat up to reach for Carnage. And then Venom took Carnage and ate him and put him back into himself. I have no idea. He is smashed. His bones are broken. He fell on broken rock and he got up. No, he would not be able to get up. I'm sorry. From 10 stories, wherever how high that church is. Down? Uh-uh. I do find it sad at Screech. Shriek. Shriek. I keep saying Screech. Uh, saved by the bell. But who wasn't at this one? <laughs> who wasn't saved by the bell? It was taken down. Carnage is trying to take her out because she is a threat because she could destroy him with her voice.
1: And, you know, and, and, and that's the, the thing that the fact that they made the argument that, Oh, they're not in perfect symbiosis or they're like, they're not a team. Da, 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 da. And I was like, that was the thing that made carnage. I mean, granted carnage is insane and whatnot, but that was the thing that made him intriguing as a villain character of that nature. He's mm-hmm. so insane that he's multiple entities. It's like being diagnosed with multiple personalities. They all function at the same time, and you just identify yourself as one person. It's like, but you're not switching. You like, you're just functioning all in unison. Mm-hmm. So it is, which is like, not supposed to happen. You might as well be the one person at that stage. But in this case, Cassidy was that insane that the symbiote and him just like synced up that much. It, there was no difference between the two. Like even Riot in the first movie had a better sync than uh, Cassidy and Carnage did. I agree. If I had a choice. I would have flipped that dynamic. I would have gave synchronicity that they gave right in the first movie. I would have gave that to Carnage. It would have made more logical sense in that area, mm-hmm. knowing what we know based on the combo characters. And, like, I knew Cl- Cletus had a thing with Shriek, but even in the comics, like, he was like, I'm not going to sacrifice everything for her. He's a sociopath. He does what he wants. Okay. He cared about, like, destruction and... And like, as his namesake, Carnage, more than anybody else, that was his true love.
0: Wasn't a little bit on the nose that he called it Carnage? And it says, like, how does he know the name is Carnage? I want to
1: say he named it.
0: Possibly. But also, how did he get into that
1: cell? They kind of do explain that. So when he was in the jail, breaking out, like you see his body split apart in the middle so that the bullets would shoot right through. So okay, the level... And this is a thing in the comics, too. The level of shape-shifting that Carnage has is very, very powerful. So, like, his body will actually mm-hmm. become more thin. And it'll be, okay. he'll be be tall, but he'll be more thin than his actual host body. So And he's been known to do those kind of shape-shifting things, depending on your storyline. Took it with a grain of salt that he could just, like, well, now he just can become like a Puddle Goo, like the T-1000, and just... Flipping through cracks. Let's go
0: to the end credits, which, shall we? To me, it was the highlight of the whole damn film. It told us so many things. One of them is Venom is coming to the MCU. It's either that so or is
1: it. it's just in the Spider-Man movie, but the, the hope is that he's coming to the MCU.
0: They're at this hotel, and Venom was about to... Share a glimpse tell, of knowledge. We come to find out that a Nexus event happened. It could be because of what we see in the, in the previews of Spider-Man, No Way Home.
1: Also, it could be argued that it could be done because of Loki or
0: Kang, the, the, yeah. He That Shall Remain, and, uh, and Wanda, and Or hell, it could even
1: be tied to What If at this stage.
0: They wake up or whatever, like what the hell was that? We see J. Jonah Jameson exposing Peter Parker. I cheered. Some other people did too in the theater.
1: Yeah, a lot of people in the theater were like, packed theater, mind you. That was the moment everybody got up. In the theater so everybody was super hyped just the moment spider-man was on the screen without no dialogue at beyond that point people were hyped
0: it seemed weird like 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 venom like oh i want him well there's two things
1: uh, i can think of about that so one eddie's kind of giving him after the whole carnage thing he's giving him a little bit more leeway about who he can eat so he's like we're gonna go try that lethal protector thing you can have some brains but they have to be okay. bad guys and Jay Jonah is advertising Spider-Man as a bad guy. Human. This renowned criminal found out now to be Peter Parker. Dah, 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 dah. Perfect. You know, he's like serving up a, like a, a commercial for like the next Red Lobster meal. That's one thing that's right. my personal opinion about it. I mentioned Rob at Comics Explained before. And he was talking about how he thinks it's because Venom mentions the hive mind. And, and he, Venom mentions the multiverse. When- uh, and When they were sitting on the bed before everything changed... Venom is talking to Eddie, and he goes, it would melt your mind if you knew about the 80 billion years of a multiverse knowledge that the hive mind has collected. What Rob and that his channel said was that he has an idea that if they share a hive mind, then maybe he remembers the Venom from Toby's universe. Now, the other thing is a lot of people are thinking, so does that mean that Venom's going to be in Spider-Man 3 or that they're going to do Spider-Man and Venom 3? People are hoping that Venom makes an appearance in Spider-Man. I think so. Yeah.
0: It's just too coincidental to have that, and then Spider-Man's coming out. Yeah. I mean, we could be wrong. They could be, what have you. I don't think it'll be a team-up. Well, maybe. They may be a team-up because you'll find out that he's not a bad guy, so they may team-up.
1: Especially if, if he they- has the hive mind thing. Probably mm-hmm. already knows. Spider-Man's
0: a good guy. They'll probably... Work together to take down the Sinatra, the Sinatra Six. They got Lizard,
1: Electro, Doc Elect- Ock, uh-huh. Green Goblin, Vulture, uh-huh. and either Scorpion, Shocker, or Rhino potentially to pull back.
0: Rhino maybe. be. Might, Rhino maybe. Paul yeah. Giamatti? Yeah.
1: One of my friends is like, he just wants to see Paul Giamatti dust off the suit of Rhino and be that again. Or they may you know, just scrap that all together and have Venom be the,
0: the sixth member. Maybe. And then we'll see if... Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield will be in it, even though they're denying it.
1: They're, they're going to be in it, that's for sure.
0: Knowing that most likely make an appearance in Spider-Man No Way Home, the previews now give a different meaning, especially when Peter is on the roof of the car and he transforms in Iron Spider-Man. Is it Doc Ock? Is it Green Goblin? Is it Venom? Is it Vulture? Let's go to our, our ratings. ratings. You want to go first? Yeah. As, uh, multifun? You go multi Multifun? Maybe. I would watch it if it's like double feature okay go ahead yours i'm gonna go multi-fun too
1: it made me laugh a lot more than in the first movie i i said it before oddly enough to me this felt more like a comedy based on that relationship that they were having because a a lot of good comedies will have very comical moments and then they'll Mm -hmm. have a climax serious moment Mm -hmm. and that could be at the end or it could be in the middle and they build around that so i'm like I just watched a comedy, action comedy. That's what I watched. Rewatching the first one and then watching What Ifs and whatnot. I'm being more forgiving. Doesn't mean I like it, but like if this came on my TV, I would watch this again. Okay.
0: You think they'll do a part three?
1: I think now that people know about the end credits scene. You think
0: Anti-Venom will come up?
1: If they do Anti-Venom without Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson was in the ex-military, lost his legs, uh, saving someone else's life. Originally, Anti-Venom was Eddie Brock. Then it got passed on to Flash Thompson. And now there's a uh, another version of Scream, uh, which is now called Silence, which is like a mutated version of Scream.
0: I'm so confused right now.
1: You don't even know about Null, the symbiote god.
0: You, We didn't mention him in our Shang-Chi review. Is he related to Madam? They're not related. So
1: Madam Web is more like a very powerful future reading psychic. Null, he existed when there was no light in the universe. And then when the celestials came in and they started bringing in light and life, he basically got pissed off. He's like your your teenage self that when like mom comes in and turns on the the lights or opens the blinds, all of a sudden you're like, why? (laughs) You know, that was him. Uh, But instead of us just like just having that fit at that one moment and just letting that happen, he goes on war with the Celestials, Mm -hmm. creates the uh, Necro sword, which is used by Gore the God Butcher, who you will see in Thor Love and Thunder.
0: Is that played by Christian Bale?
1: Yes. So the weapon that Christian Bale's character uses was originally the sword that belonged to Null. And all his powers is from that sword. That's how powerful it is. Like his weapon alone was powerful enough to do this. He fought like not one but multiple Celestials, and he eventually lost because of another kind of symbiote. That's like a on a opposite spectrum. There was a whole King in Black storyline that like shows him coming to Earth to kill Eddie Brock and take Eddie Brock's son Dylan because Dylan has a symbiote mind control abilities as well. <laughs> Long story short. We find out who was the one that defeated Null originally. It was the Unipower. Cosmic uh, Spider-Man. Uh, Remember Cosmic Spider-Man? Kind of, sort of. You mean
0: the, the bands? the Quasar? Nova?
1: No, no, no. Uh, I'm talking about, there was a, a thing that was running in the comics for the longest time where you'll have, like, a cosmic version of every character. And it was, like, Captain Universe power. So the power just manifest, and it was, like, this glowing light. And it would just show up and attach itself to them. Uh, everybody thought it was just like something that was happening. Turns out it's like the light version of the symbiote. It would actually attach itself. Enigma Force, that's what it was called. In the comics, the Enigma Force bonded itself with Eddie Brock to fight Null. Eddie Brock summons Silver Surfer's surfboard, who is fighting Null. He summons Thor's hammer, like out their hands. They, like, they couldn't stop it. Grabs them both smashes them together and makes his own weapon and then he proceeds to kill no like like he takes the mantle of the new symbiote god in the process Flash is resurrected.
0: Oh my God, this is way too much. Hope they don't. Hope they don't do this in the comics. I'll in the send movies. you a link of some that that recaps it. Oh it's God. it's insane. Oh, Sounds insane. Let's wrap this up. Okay, guys, that was our take on Venom. Let there be carnage. Make sure you make a comment below. Let us know what your thoughts on it. And make sure you hit the subscribe button. Also the like button to be notified when our next review will be coming up. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro.
1: Love you too, bro.